Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Thursday. This is the Awesome NBA Strategy Show. I am Adam Kaufman. Pleased to be here with you, but I'm not alone. I never am. I couldn't stand it. I would probably, I don't know what I would do with myself. I don't know what I'd do with myself without this guy right here who's joining me, Josh Engelman, as he does every single Thursday morning. You see, he has the process. He has that bright and early Monday through Friday on the Awesome YouTube channel every single day. His process is you know, get up nice and early, like four in the morning and live with all of you go over all of the important things to know for that night's NBA slate as we know it at that time. For me, my process, wake up a few minutes before the show, roll over, jump through the shower, cry just a little bit, and then come and join Josh. How are you, buddy? I'm pretty good. Like you said, I've been up since 5.15, got up, wiped the crust out of the old eyes, and then I get to work. I've been setting my coffee maker up the night before, so I've got some piping hot coffee for me as I walk downstairs. It's been great. I can't ask for anything better other than the fact that we're about to go to the All-Star break, and I actually get to take a couple of days off. I was just going to say, now we're actually bringing uh, – we, we have we have that sort of saved up energy that, uh, that, that we would be dispensing over the next few days that we don't have to now because, obviously, the league – going on a little bit of a hiatus for a few days. And so now we got a nine gamer, which is not usually what we have to deal with on a Thursday to take you into the all-star break. And, and we got a rat just like all of you in the comment section with the likes, with the subscriptions on YouTube, all of it. We got, we got to all just collectively ratchet it up just a little bit today. Yeah. Yeah. We need, we need a big one. We're, we're going out. We're taking a couple of days off. So if we could hang a big subscriber number on this one, a big like number on this one, I'd be very happy about that. Well, hit that like button. We're already, what, 20 plus because we just started. So good. Keep on rolling. Smash that like. Let's get to a few hundred by the end of the hour if we can. And let's pick up some new subscribers as well. As you know, the Osmo YouTube page hit 50K very recently. Now sitting over 52. Let's make the push to 53,000 subscribers. We love you guys. We appreciate you very much. And get your comments, your questions, your concerns, your thoughts, whatever. Maybe it's just about a DVD on the wall behind me. We'll do another DVD poll a little bit later on in the show. Whatever it is that you're thinking, get it in the comment section. And if it's at least reasonably appropriate, I'll probably read it. So let's dive in, though. Let's take a little look, see at what we've got. Just bigger picture here tonight. And I know 
people have already been weighing in on guys they like, guys they don't like. You got uh, some big names here, Giannis, Dame, Jokic. Uh, you got Westbrook, Beal, Curry, Sabonis, Kawhi, Lowry. I mean, the list goes on. There, there are a lot of big guys to close out the unofficial first half of the season. The question is, though, which ones do you really like? Who do you want to play tonight? Yeah, so I'm I'm prioritizing Giannis across both sites. I think he grades out as my my top option, and I've said it for the past couple of days now. I'll keep saying it again. He's the best fantasy point provider on a minute-to-minute basis, and he's playing about as many minutes as anybody can expect him to play. So it's, it's going to be Giannis for me at these prices. I'd say uh, Lillard is close to second. I prefer Jokic to Lillard on DraftKings, but I prefer Lillard to Jokic on FanDuel. And then we got to look at Paul George uh, on FanDuel. He's 7,900. Should be one of the more popular plays of the day. That price tag is just way too low. Whether Kawhi Leonard plays or not, Paul George is a fantastic option. I don't usually ask you this, but I know you're prepared for anything. So that's the upper echelon. What about some value guys across the slate who stand out right now, knowing full well, and we remind people that's going to change a lot over the course of the day. A lot more value guys are going to emerge as players are ruled out. Yeah, so value is kind of ridiculous today because I do think that there are a couple of clear-cut options for value on the slate. Uh, a couple of them, in fact, were at the top of the contenders list today. So on DraftKings, one, two, and three spots of the contenders were taken up by Ty Jerome, Svi Mikhailuk, and am I going to be able to remember this? And Kent Bazemore, and that's assuming that uh, Kelly Oubre is out. I think Lou Dort looks pretty good on FanDuel at uh, 3,900 with no Al Horford. He sees a usage bump in these situations, but he's under 4K, so that's a spot that I'd be willing to go. I think we have a lot of pretty good value, and I assume that we get a lot more of it throughout the day just because of this weird all-star game starting up and, you know, people just getting rested. So, we're going to have a lot of value today, but those are the first couple of guys that I saw this morning, and it's not fun to talk about. <laughs> we'll go game by game. We've got nine of them to uh, obviously sift through and answer any questions that you guys have, and we'll start doing that in just a moment. But first, I want to tell you about our sponsor, No House Advantage, of course, taking a different spin on daily fantasy sports by offering player prop contests across the NBA, MLB, NFL, when that's in season, PGA, all for cash prizes, so make sure you get involved. This exclusively peer-to-peer fantasy sports platform levels the playing field and makes it easier for you to win real cash compared with, of course, your traditional DFS sites. Now, the best part, you can join for free today. Again, join for free today. Download the No House Advantage app and use the promo code AWESOMO, as you would expect it to be, to receive a first match uh, deposit bonus up to $20. Beat your friends, not the house, and win big with player props today so all that in mind we'll cut the bs for a second although it does tend to be my most favorite part of the show and we'll go to our first game that is toronto and boston we'll begin with the raptors the road team who come in with uh, a whole lot of guys that might interest you question is how locked in i guess you want to get to that first game you know those early games and not have any position really to late swap significantly later on but Uh, Kyle Lowry uh, projected for almost six X value by our own Alex Baker and uh, almost 50 points, at least on DraftKings. You got uh, Terrence Davis again, projected to be in a solid spot provided that he is starting again. He's almost six and a half, nearly seven X value projected. Uh, You could pay down. You got, uh, let's see, Aaron Baines, not in a bad spot. Deandre Bembry, certainly in a good spot. You go a little bit higher to the, Chris Boucher's and Norman Powell's there's potential all over the place here who stands out to you so 
I lost the audio in my ears uh, halfway through that, but I paid attention to your face and I assume that you just threw it to me. And I assume we're talking about Toronto. So that's exactly what I'm going to do for right now. And then I'll try to figure this yeah, out it again. Thumbs up. I might need this to buy true. Nailed it. I need to buy some new AirPods. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. This Toronto team is kind of weird today. On FanDuel, I don't think they look very good. Norm Powell's been priced up to 7,400. So I like him. He's a good play. But he's not the same sort of value you would expect for having Fred Van Vliet, OG Ananobi, and Pascal Siakam out. I actually prefer Norm Powell to Kyle Lowry on FanDuel. I think getting to a little bit of Chris Boucher is okay but I don't see any actual value from Toronto's other guys on FanDuel. On DraftKings, it's a little bit of a different story just because the prices go lower. But we've got Terrence Davis projected for heavy chalk at uh, 3,700. His minutes were really weird yesterday. I don't know if we read into that. They just have a lot of like-type guys, whether that's Paul Watson or Matt Thomas. Watanabe, we thought, was going to play some more minutes. He did not play a ton of minutes. He's projected for a little bit of ownership. So on DK, I'd be more focused on the top two guys, which would be Lowry and Powell. I'm not overly excited to get to Kyle Lowry. Uh, Boston's a tough spot, especially for in Lowry's situation where they have guys that they can throw at him when everybody else is out. So Norm Powell, actually, the guy that I like the most coming out of Toronto, and even then, uh, it scares me a little bit because of how uh, high his price has gotten. Before I continue, can you hear me right now? Maybe. Maybe not. No. Still no, still no audio. I'm working uh, on it. That's going to be troublesome. <laughs> can't, can't get too witty if you uh. can't hear me. I'm going to, you know what? Sign language. Let's start there. (laughs) We'll get it corrected. We're going to go to the Boston side of things. And uh, you got me? We're back. We're back. Ah, You missed all my fun. Okay. Well, I'm glad you can hear me now. That's the most important thing. So for the Celtics, we're going to go to the other side and, uh, and, and just celebrate that you can hear the words that are coming out of my mouth. Because everyone is projected to play in this one because a lot of the time you've had maybe it's Jalen Brown's been out with the knee or Kemba Walker hasn't played load management whatever it may be everyone is expected to be out there tonight short of Marcus Smart in terms of regulars so that being said Tatum Brown Walker Tice Williams Thompson you could look at any of these guys but no one at least from DFS perspective is in a particularly great spot now, there's not really much to like here. No one in double digits in ownership on either FanDuel or DraftKings. I think Jason Tatum at 9K on FanDuel is the best option coming from Boston, but I don't really have anybody that I would say is a core play. I don't see anybody that you would be actively trying to get to in a cash game on either side. If you're rostering Tatum or Walker or Brown, you're rostering those guys because they're just good, and more often than not, you just play a lot more of good players. But I can't advocate for anything here for Boston specifically outside of a little bit of Tatum on FanDuel. They're okay. If you get to a Walker share or a Jalen Brown share, you shouldn't be mad about it or anything, but there are just so many better spots on today's slate. Got a big boy super chat, 10 bucks from Hank. Thank you so much. Says appreciate y'all for the detailed info. I've made just under two K since last month on FanDuel. And I listen to the show every morning. Love to see it. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. That's that, Hank. That's awesome, man. Congratulations. Very cool. And thank you all for the birthday wishes on YouTube. I remind you, it's not my birthday, but it is a fun trend. So uh, thanks for that, Uh, Josh and I. Very similar birthdays within a couple-week window of each other, and both of them long past us at this point. But nevertheless, we uh, we celebrate and we celebrate you. Let's go to the next one here. we got uh, Clippers Wizards. So after what was a kind of perplexing situation last time out for L.A., where Kawhi Leonard was 
you know, and this was after lock. It was, okay, he's not going to start. What's going on? And then ultimately doesn't play, ruled out, back spasms. He is projected to be back in there tonight and uh, in a good spot at almost 50 projected points. Very similar to Paul George as well. These guys both, uh, you know, in, in a position for north of 5X value. But you can also pay down Serge Ibaka, Nick Batum, Patrick Beverly, all very similar, not in point production, but value projections. Who do you like here, and how do you feel about the two studs? All right, so uh, it's a uh, it's a tricky one. So I don't expect Kawhi Leonard to play today. It seems very weird that he would play in this final game against Washington heading into the break, but he could. Uh, he, he very well could. I don't mm-hmm. know enough about why he was out, but it would be weird to me if he played today. Either way, I'm projecting him in, and Paul George on FanDuel is one of the best plays you could find today. Cash game lock. GPP lock, whatever you need. Lock is relative. Cash game, I think, actually is a lock. He's mm-hmm. 7,900, projected for 34% ownership. We're talking about like a 1.25 fantasy point per minute guy in a massive pace up spot. Washington is the fastest team in the league, terrible defensively. All signs point to getting to Paul George on both sites, but FanDuel in particular because of his price. If Kawhi Leonard does play, I like him. Uh, he's projected for 10% ownership on FanDuel, 16% ownership on DraftKings. I think the price looks okay. And again, just because of this matchup, by taking on Washington, they gain like four additional possessions over their average for this game. That's really big. That's like an extra two fantasy points for Kawhi Leonard. So I am in for both of the stars at the top. And that's when it starts to get a little bit weird. Marcus Morris is going to be out with a concussion, or at least it looks like he's going to be out with a concussion. So I'm expecting Abaka and uh, Avicii Zubac to split the center minutes. How that split happens is very interesting. If Zubac can happen to pull a couple additional minutes, particularly on his $4,300 DK price, I think he could sneak into the interesting range just because of going up against Washington. For right now, I have them split at 26 and 22 minutes, and I don't think either one of them gets into the realm of being super playable. Abaka does a little bit on DK because he's 4,800, but he's 6,300 on FanDuel. So Hmm. he's uh, got a $1,500 price difference. You can't be playing Serge Abaka on FanDuel, unfortunately. The only other guy that's picking up any love is Nick Batum. I understand why it's happening, but I think we'll find a lot better value plays throughout the day. What about the other side of this game? It's really kind of Bradley Beal, Russell Westbrook, and everybody else, not only in terms of obviously talent on that roster, but with regard and respect to DFS projections tonight. You know, both those guys, 50-plus points projected, good value spot as well just in terms of points per dollar, but uh, no one else, at least as of right now, from that value you were talking about. I don't think it's going to emerge here. Now, uh, Russell Westbrook continues to be underpriced on FanDuel at 9,600. He's picking up ownership, and I like that. It's kind of hard to get to Beal on FanDuel at 10,400, just given the other people that you can pay up for, especially in this matchup. On the DK side, where Westbrook is up to 10-4, I don't see that as viable. I think there are better spots to pay up in that case. I think you can get to a little bit more Beal. So basically, it's You can get a little bit of Russell Westbrook on FanDuel, could probably ignore Beal. You can get a little bit of Bradley Beal on DraftKings, you could probably ignore Westbrook, and you could certainly ignore the rest of this team. I have no interest in Washington against the Clippers. Patrick in the YouTube chat says, uh, thanks, Adam and Josh. You guys always do a great job. But for some reason, I cannot put the pieces together to win any type of decent money. It's frustrating. Well, Patrick, you know, I certainly can't uh, tell you specifically how to win decent money. But what I can tell you is about Awesome O Plus. Okay, you can get details, get access to all the great 
Osmo Plus tools content for nearly every DFS sport out there. Osmo Plus, the weekly pass, almost $30, but a little bit less, $29.95 a week. That includes full access to all the premium content and tools on Osmo.com, including player projections that we talk about all the time, ownership projections that you hear from Josh, our premium Slack channel, and so much more. And if you're only looking to play NBA, that's okay. Maybe, Patrick, that's you. Sign up for our weekly NBA package. It is $16.95 a month. Well worth your money because some of what I didn't mention there, Patrick, just important tools to have. You got Lineup Builder. You got Fantasy Cruncher. You got a lot of different tools that can help you put together these dummy lineups before you lock them in and say, okay, what are these guys at least projected to do? And you can feel a little about, you know, pretty good about it if you see at least your lineup that you've built. And who knows? Maybe it happens. Maybe it doesn't. But if you see it projected for, let's say, 280, 290, 300 points on a given night, you can at least go into the confidence or into the slate with a little bit of confidence for yourself. Absolutely. Guys, just my recommendation for you, Patrick, if you really want to like hone in on the goods is to just be an awesome.com subscriber. You see, these are the important things we tell you all the time. Next game, Detroit and the Knickerbockers. You got Jeremy Grant on the Pistons side projected for about 40 points, but five X value. Uh, Isaiah Stewart, you could pay down. The center is, of course, he's not going to break the slate or anything like that in all likelihood, but he is projected for good value at $3,400 on DK. Uh, a lot of guys just kind of in the middle, and this is just right now, you know, not what we know. Obviously, uh, let's see. I mean, no... No real big surprises. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is in terms of who's in, who's out. So I don't think anything dramatic is going to change here, but nevertheless, what do you think of the Pistons? side uh we're gonna see some dramatic changes here yeah, uh so okay, jeremy good. give it to me yeah jeremy grant is questionable didn't play yesterday on the front end of the back-to-back heading into the all-star break he's got a left quad contusion or a right quad it doesn't matter he's got a quad contusion i don't care which leg it is um man's got a bruise all right i don't know why you bring him back in a busted season to play one game on a quad contusion and then sit out for another week so i don't expect jeremy grant to play josh jackson missed yesterday's game with an illness so that's not the same for me if he's sitting out. I actually have him projected in right now. If he still has a tummy ache, maybe he sits out, but that's not the same kind of rest. He's not nursing an injury. He just happens to be a little sick. You can't get like extra sick from playing. Hmm. So I'm ta- I've am i taken Jeremy Grant out of the Detroit rotation. I think it's possible that you also see Josh Jackson come out, at which point we're going to see a little bit of value open up from the Pistons. But just from Grant being out, 
I think that you can get to a little bit of Sadiq Bay or Mason Plumley when Grant is off the floor, and obviously they have no Derrick Rose any longer. Mason Plumley sees a usage bump. He sees, he sees a really big assist bump. So I think he's a center that could go overlooked here, especially in a matchup against the Knicks. Low implied total, low pace. Plumley might go overlooked. And then on DraftKings, I've got Svee Mikhailuk projected for 28 minutes at 3,100. He's not good. I have him projected for 21 fantasy points in 28 minutes. That's a terrible rate. But as a paydown option, only $100 above the minimum, I think that Svee Mikhailuk looks like a really interesting value play if Jeremy Grant ends up being out. It's not going to be fun. You could also get to like potentially a little bit of Wayne Ellington who had the hot shooting stroke last night. But I think that Svee is more likely to pick up the minutes. He has picked up those minutes in the past. Mm-hmm. And if he gets 28 minutes right now as a paydown option, I am looking at Svee Mikhailuk. It's not fun. It's not that bad. I I don't know. I kind of get excited when I play him. You shouldn't. Maybe maybe, maybe I'm just I'm just I'm just dreaming big. What can I tell you? I don't know. It's, it's, he's bad. There, there, he's bad. There are those those every once in a while those spots that you say, hey, I I feel good about. It. I feel better about him than I do Sadiq Bay. It makes you feel all weird inside, but nevertheless, sometimes you just got to trust your emotions. For the Knicks. Uh, Julius Randle's at the top, not necessarily projected to be in the best spot though here in this one, at least as of right now. Remember, depending on what does happen on that Detroit side, it's going to impact obviously things on the Knicks side as well. But uh, you got Derrick Rose, who is expected to be back in there. Nerlens Noel, these guys projected for north of five x uh, value. In fact, damn near six. Uh, Obi Toppin, if you wanted to pay down, is potentially in a good spot at thirty one hundred bucks near the minimum, obviously. Uh, I, I don't think it's probably an R.J. Barrett or Alec Burks night. Uh, Emmanuel quickly, not in a great spot unless we find out, you know, Derek Rose isn't playing again or something like that. But what do you think here? Okay, uh, we need to start here. Nerlens Noel has been the value play du jour or at least mid-tier play du jour on FanDuel as of late. Uh, mm-hmm. He's been playing monster minutes as the starting center with Mitchell Robinson out. Fandle has moved Nerlens Noel from power forward to center. So now he is a $5,500 center option. He's heavy chalk. I think that he should be. Still looks like a fantastic option. He's just a little bit different now that he is a center. I think Randall and Rose are both fine if they're in. I'm assuming Rose plays today. Uh, He was able to fly with the team, so I can't imagine he's not going to be able to play. Both Noel and Rose are picking up ownership on DraftKings. I think the Rose ownership at 5,900 is a bit higher than I would like. Maybe somebody's looking for the revenge narrative against Detroit. I don't know. I'm assuming he'd rather just be in New York. So it's Noel for me at the top. Uh, Randall would be my number two on FanDuel. Rose would be my number two on DraftKings. And if I get like 5% of RJ Barrett, I won't be mad. All right, stay up to date on the latest news, NBA DFS, with the Osmo NBA Twitter handle that is at Osmo NBA. Our guy, News God, who's hanging out in the chat doing his thing, will be delivering the latest on injuries, starting lineups, minutes, limits, and so much more. I mean, the second it breaks, if you are in the Osmo Premium Slack channel, you will see it, and you will see it oftentimes, obviously, on the uh, Osmo NBA Twitter handle and certainly News God's Twitter handle as well. So you can make sure, give those a follow, at Osmo NBA. And uh, check out News God at News God, that's N-E-W-Z, God, I think we all know how to spell that, underscore D-F-S. Again, News God underscore D-F-S. And uh, don't forget about our guy, Adam, the other Adam, Bearded Adam. Catch Ship My Money's Deep Dive article. It is free this season to prepare you for the slate. Must read if you are playing D-F-S on a uh, nightly basis here in the NBA because it is just so 
incredibly comprehensive. There's a ton there you don't want to miss out. And it doesn't come out until later in the day after a lot of this stuff has sort of been fleshed out and known. And then if there are any updates, Adam's right there on top of it. So you do not want to miss any of that. Let's uh, keep on rolling here. Uh, because again, we do have nine games to cover and all. And if you do have any questions, just get them in. We'll slow down for you. We don't mind, but you do have the ability to go back and rewatch and review this show on YouTube. It's not going anywhere for Denver and Indiana here. First, the Nuggets. Jokic is Jokic. He always is. He's a tough guy to fade, certainly. And uh, as we've learned, always a threat for a triple double as well. He is projected for almost 60 fantasy points. Good value spot for him. Question, I guess on the Denver side, Josh is, is there anybody else that appeals to you here? Yeah, it's kind of the same thing for me as every other night. Luckily it doesn't appear that we're projecting Jokic for too much ownership on FanDuel, but he's 11,600. So I think that's probably the reason 10, nine on DraftKings. I think he looks properly owned at 16%, but I'm going to be going straight back to Jamal Murray and Michael Porter jr. Jamal Murray gets no ownership on FanDuel or DraftKings. I think that he should be in like 10% of lineups pretty much every night just because of his ability to score. So I will be getting to Jamal Murray. Um, he would be a contrarian play for me. And then I'm going to go back to Michael Porter Jr. Uh, minutes were down the last time out, but 6,600, about a fantasy point per minute. Picking up, you know, in the 10 to 15% ownership range on FanDuel, only 5% on DK. I actually like him a little bit more there at 6,800 on DraftKings. It's a tough spot against Indiana, but if I'm taking anything from Denver, it's really just those three guys. And then uh, Will Barton sneaks into at least a little bit of value on FanDuel, but that's mostly just because of the way that the small forward position is set up. He's more of a contrarian play than anything else. Murray and Porter are the guys that I have my eye on the most, and then Jokic on DK. What about for the Pacers? I mean, more often than not, when I can, when the salary makes sense, like most people, I would assume, love to play DeMontis Sabonis. Doesn't feel like tonight is his night. Uh, not to say he's going to be bad. I mean, he could put up 50 points, and that's just kind of standard for him. You know, you really need like 60-plus or something out of him tonight for him to uh, do something noteworthy. Anybody, whether it's Sabonis, Brogdon, you know, Miles Turner, guys like that for the Pacers that stand out? Well, I'll tell you this much. I'm not going to be uh, expecting TJ McConnell to have 10 steals today uh, to fully break <laughs> the nine and a half. Unbelievable. So if I'm looking at Indiana, there's not a ton to look at from the DraftKings side. I think Miles Turner at 5,900 would be my first option. Uh, maybe a little bit of Brogdon, but I think Sabonis at 9,800 is too expensive there. Brogdon is 6,700 on FanDuel. That is just an outwardly stupid price tag. He's $1,300 more expensive on DK. Uh, Malcolm Brogdon is looking like one of the best plays on the slate on FanDuel. And then the rest of the starters are all kind of mished together. So Sabonis, so Turner, McConnell, Justin Holiday, all guys that I think should be in the optimal lineup about 10% of the time. That's good if you want to roster Turner and McConnell in GPPs, but in GPPs now, Sabonis is at 18% ownership. Justin Holiday is at 21. Not so sure that I want to get that much of either one of those guys. I see Indiana as filler to my lineups in this spot against Denver, but Malcolm Brogdon on FanDuel is the only real priority. Hit that like button, guys. Closing in on 100. About 500 people watching here on YouTube bright and early on a Thursday. We appreciate you. At least bright and early for some. Not so much for Josh. Josh is probably midway through his day at this point. In fact, somebody uh, said here in YouTube a little while ago, shouting you out, says, Don, Josh, appreciate all the work that you're putting in. The process has taught me a lot on prep. It's a must-watch for me. Appreciate you and enjoy your break, man. Don, I appreciate you as well. I'm happy you're tuning in. I hope the show is working for you. Jonathan, thank you for the super chat as well. Says Josh, I played Ty Jerome anyway, and I won 2K in DK. 
Well, I'm glad you won 2K anyway, but uh, you probably could have won more if you played someone other than Ty Jerome. <laughs> How you feeling about that $2,000? Not great now. Nope. Um, he wasn't good. I'll tell you what, though. We are about to be – we're going to be talking about Ty Jerome in a second because he's a fantastic value play today. There you go. Sneak preview. Mark says Josh uh, is in love with Miles Turner. I swear he always likes him. It's a man crush or something. Yeah, I uh, – it's – Love is a very, very, very ridiculous way to describe it. I think he is the, just to be specific, the ninth best center option on drafting. So we could probably pump the brakes on the love uh, comment. <laughs> just think that at 8% ownership for 5,900, uh, I'd be willing to take a shot or two. William says, Joker is my center by default any night he plays. I mean, more often than not, you can't go wrong with the guy, obviously, but again on a star laden night maybe it's not the best spot for him i mean if if i ever had anybody that i said this is my guy every night then i would assume that i don't win money what do we got here uh juan says all right juan is uh he's he's drilling us down man juan says first time watching you guys i'm writing down names putting you to the test tonight i didn't hear that i got a message from one of uh one of the people behind the scenes uh, Juan is putting us to the test. He says he's he's watching for the first time. He's writing down names and says, uh, you know, we're we're on the clock basically. He's going to be okay. watching, evaluating us tonight. Juan, what I and and you know, put our feet to the fire. Nothing wrong with that. But uh, what I will remind you, Juan, is that especially in the NBA, and you may know this already, news breaks, news changes often during the day. And this uh, this right here, much as we love to be with you, far from the only show that will uh, guide you through the NBA slate tonight. Matter of fact, just to give you a little bit of a preview here, looking ahead later on on Thursday, uh, you have got uh, the tip-off at 4 o'clock, NBA deeper dive at 5 o'clock, live before lock at 6 o'clock, this all Eastern time, uh, NBA late slate, uh, late slate, the uh, the sweat and swap at uh, 9 o'clock Eastern time. So you want to make sure those shows, like we're here as kind of, uh, you know, an appetizer, but those shows especially you want to tune into because at that point in time, you will have a better idea of who's in, who's out, value, breaking news as it happens, and can better react and set your lineups. You know, it's all it's all well and good to, you know, throw a lineup in right now just so you don't forget, but don't lock it in. Don't not change anything based on what we say eight-plus hours away from lock. That is that is important to remember for Juan and anybody else. Yeah, and make sure that you're watching Deeper Dive and Live Before Lock, and then the tip-off show uh, as well, but you got to make sure you're watching that stuff because NBA is essential for news. What we got here? Um, Brandon says, and this gets into the uh, some of the odd shopper stuff. You know, we, we occasionally talk a little betting here on the show. It says, if Jeremy Grant is out, what do you do? Uh, do you go with the Knicks spread? Um, I mean, if you think that you can bet on the Knicks spread and Jeremy Grant gets ruled out and the line moves, then yeah, you should always try to do that. Uh, if Jeremy Grant is out, that doesn't make me like just immediately want to bet on something. Jason wants to know, or Jacob, pardon me, wants to know, are you doing office hours today in Slack? I am 1 PM. There you go. Join the man. Yes. Get join him, the man. Uh, he'll, he'll give you all, all sorts of information. Let's keep the last going. thing We're... that I have to do for uh, until Before the All-Star break? break is over, besides probably an All-Star game show, but that's neither here nor there. That's easy. How are you going to spend your break? What are you going to do other than an All-Star game show? Uh, I'm going to watch the UFC pay-per-view mostly Saturday. I'm going to watch some AEW Sunday night. 
And then uh, I'm going to just work on some things that I needed to try to hash out, get some stuff done around the house, enjoy some sunshine, just relax, not sit at the computer is, is what I'm hoping to do. Are you a uh, are you green thumb guy when when the season's right? Are you out there in the lawn? You gardening? No, not at all. Uh, the <laughs> landscapers do all of that stuff. <laughs> Love that. All right, let's keep going here. Milwaukee and Memphis. Uh, first for the Bucks here, Giannis. Like we know, I mean, Greek freaks the Greek freak projected for roughly sixty fantasy points tonight. He's in a solid spot with uh, Memphis on the other side. Brooke Lopez. Maybe it's a big man thing. You could certainly look at him at uh, projected for almost six x value right around 25 points. Not a bad spot for Chris Middleton, but not ideal either. Uh, it's, you know, Giannis is, is the top of the heat, but how much do you like him tonight? I love him. Uh, one of my favorite plays of the day, a guy that I'll be paying up for uh, in excess. He's picking up ownership on both sides. It's fully deserved. He's just absolutely fantastic. 1.75 FanDuel points per minute over the past 30 days. That is just insane. And he's doing it in big minutes as well. Uh, and then, so it's basically, there's like, there's Giannis, and then there's a split of who you want to play today. I think Chris Middleton for 7,500 on FanDuel looks pretty good. He's picking up a bunch of ownership. I think it's largely warranted. And then Brooke Lopez is 4,300 on DraftKings. He's picking up ownership. I think he's going over-owned, but I do think that he is a value option for you today. I don't have any interest in Chris Middleton at 8,400 on DK. So it's Giannis, both sites, Middleton on FanDuel, Brooke Lopez on DraftKings. I would not touch anything else from Milwaukee. All right. And what about for Memphis? You could, I mean, Xavier Tillman's a guy that, you know, he's, he's obviously lately garnered some ownership and, you know, rightfully so good value play, super cheap. Uh, Are you, are you drawn to the top though, for whether it's John Morant, Valanchunas, Anderson, Brooks, guys like that, Clark, or uh, is, is it Tillman or nobody pretty much for you? I think Memphis is basically the worst team on the slate today. It's nobody as far as I'm concerned. Joe Val for 6,800 works on FanDuel. $5,200 Dylan Brooks works, I guess, but these are 7% optimal odds. I don't have anybody. I only have, I have Joe Val at 7%, Brooks at 7%, and then Brooks at 5% on DK. Those are the highest odds of being in the optimal lineup today. Uh, whether, and that, that's assuming Kyle Anderson is in. If Kyle Anderson ends up out, that might open up a little bit of value to Brandon Clark or, you know, something in that Bain Melton area. Desmond Bain is 30, the flat minimum on FanDuel could be a value, but I don't really want to get there. So to me, I would rather have nothing from Memphis. I, I'm more likely to not have a single share of anyone in this game from Memphis. We got a few more games still to hit. We will do so. Uh, what do we got here in the, uh, in the chat? One, I had it. It jumped on me. I hate when that happens. Oh, Paul's place. You know, you want to make sure you you really dig. You find the negative comments. This must be our lone thumbs down that we've got. It says Adam is lost. He didn't even pay attention to last night's slate. Do you even play DFS, Adam? Did I, is it something I said? Did did I say something wrong, Josh? Probably not. <laughs> I did play last night. I didn't do so. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Great. 
it was like 269 or something like that. It was it was a tougher night. I would like 269. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the kind of stuff you read about. Uh, not able to watch your favorite Osmo shows on YouTube. That's okay. Almost all the Osmo YouTube uh, shows are available to you through the Osmo Podcast Network. We've got a podcast for every sport, <laughs> and we are available on every major platform as well. Don't forget, head on over to the Osmo.com podcast, uh, Osmo.com slash podcast. Check out the latest. Once you're there, drop a five star rating and review with your Twitter handle and, uh, you could use your Osmo username as well. If not your Twitter handle, that's okay. And you could win a free week of Osmo Plus. These are being given out every single week, every single Friday, uh, giving away these weekly passes to the person who submits our favorite reviews. So we wish you the best of luck. I assure you people do read these. People win every single week. So you want to make sure that you do that. Again, that's Osmo.com slash podcast. People are, uh, they're enjoying you in the uh in the chat you're you're winning they always do yeah they always do yeah it's the, it's the kind of stuff that usually you gotta pay extra for all right let's go to miami and new orleans okay the heat here about uh 40 plus projected for jimmy butler bam out bio as well but uh neither one in a great value spot i don't think anybody really is for that matter for the heat anyone jump out this is an, this team is impossible to look at right now, and it's only going to get worse. So Bam Adebayo and Jimmy Butler are both questionable today. Bam has been playing, uh, but he is showing up on the injury report today, or at least should be. And, uh, you know, only this game between uh, this and a little bit of a break. Jimmy Butler has been out. I would be surprised if he came back for one game just to go to the All-Star break. But if anybody's going to do that, it's Jimmy Butler. That dude doesn't take, like, I don't get the sense that he likes to sit out. He wants to be there when he can. I have projected Jimmy Butler out and Bam Adebayo in for right now. I would be happy to get to Bam Adebayo on FanDuel at 8,700. I think Kendrick Nunn for 5,700 on DraftKings, if Jimmy Butler is out, looks like a contrarian option right now. But I don't want to get to Miami until we have a little bit of news. And if those guys happen to play, I'm mostly not interested in Miami at all. Uh, these guys are slowly being priced up for having guys out and it's just really not that kind of spot today. All right. What about on the other side for the Pelicans? You've got Zion, you got Ingram. Uh, Ingram was a disappointment the other night. See, Paul, I pay attention occasionally. Lonzo Ball uh, obviously is uh, kind of, a, I don't know, I want to call him boomer bust necessarily, but you know, there's 7,800 looks good. I'm happy to get to Zion at this point on Fandle whenever I can, but 9,300 feels like a little bit too much for him on DK. The big question is, does Eric Bledsoe continue to see like 36 plus minutes a game? He's been playing so many minutes at a terrible rate. So he's getting more and more minutes. He's at 0.8 Fandle points per minute over the last 30 days. He used to be like a 0.95, one fantasy point per minute guy, just in a totally different role now. Mostly just looking at uh, Zion and Ingram, but I find this game to be one of the lower priority DFS spots on the slate. All right, we've got, let's see, we're going to move in a moment to Oklahoma City and San Antonio. First, uh, a good just general strategy lineup building question in the chat here uh, from Antoine says, uh, do you spend all of your salary or do you leave some remaining if you're satisfied with your lineup and it does not include spending at all? Does that affect your chance of winning? No, I mean, I'm constantly leaving salary on the table. I mean, I think anything from like 49, uh, any like anything in that 500 or less range is basically all the same. Like I wouldn't be actively trying to spend that. As you get further down the line and spend less, like, you know, if you leave a thousand off the table, I think that can be okay. It's just very slate dependent and kind of depends on how many games there are. But 
anytime you're leaving like 500 or less on off the table, I would never worry about that. That's sort of all just making the same lineup. And remember too, it's, it's not just slate dependent potentially, but strategy or, or rather uh, format dependent, you know, you're going to attack classic different than you're going to attack showdown. Sure. Absolutely. A very different story. there. looking to avoid duplicates more on a showdown situation. So giving up salary is an easier way to do that. All right. Uh, Keep on hitting that like button. We appreciate you getting close to 200. Love to see us get there by the end of this show. We got here for another uh, 20 minutes or so. And of course, subscribe to the Osmo YouTube page. We're up over 52,000 subscribers. Very cool. So let's uh, keep getting there. Get us to 53, maybe even time for the all-star break. That would be fun. OKC and uh, San Antonio. So you got, uh, SGA, Al Horford, these guys in good value spots projected for a decent chunk of points. In fact, between them about 80, but SGA at uh, right around 45 to 50, that range. Not a whole lot of value right now, but especially a team like Oklahoma City, it just feels like that changes all the time. You know, with the number of guys that end up getting ruled out for one reason or another, not long before lock. I don't know if that's going to happen in this last game before the All-Star break, but uh, generally speaking, that's always a team you want to keep an eye on in in that respect. This is the number one team on the slate. Um, Not even close either. So uh, Oklahoma City played yesterday. They are on the back-to-back. Al Horford does not play back-to-back, so I would not be expecting Al Horford to be on the floor. With Al Horford off, everything changes. SGA projected for 30% ownership on FanDuel, 13 on DraftKings. Looks good, but that price is really starting to climb. 9K on DraftKings is problematic. Isaiah Roby is generally the big minutes getter when Al Horford is out. I've got him in for 29 right now. Shows up in the optimal lineup 30% of the time on FanDuel. He is the premier value option on FanDuel at power forward. Also, still a really nice value on DK, but he's 5,400, so you're paying up a little bit more. And then we get into this grab bag of dudes. Tail Maladon, 4,200. Lou Dort is 3,900 on FanDuel. For all the people that are like, Josh really likes Lou Dort. Lou Dort's projected for 31% ownership on FanDuel today. He's a cash lock as of right now. If the slate were to happen right now, you would have to have Lou Dort in your lineup. So it's not just me. It's the entire public as well. Darius Baisley. And then we get to my guy, my new favorite player in the league, Ty Jerome, 3,900 on (laughs) FanDuel. Uh, 3,400 on DraftKings. I've got him in for 26 minutes. He's been up around that 28 to 30 minute range. So I think that there is some movement upwards as well. Looks like a fantastic value option, especially with Horford off. Just more minutes to go around. Projected for basically zero ownership on FanDuel. Love him as a value play. Projected for only 13% on DraftKings. Ty Jerome was my number one contender today. Uh, You got to be getting to Oklahoma City with Al Horford out. Uh, to that point, uh, El Negro Loco, our man in the chat, says, listen, all jokes aside, I expect this slate to go to hell way before lock happens and even worse after lock. In my humble opinion, you guys should all be ready to late swap and make changes this evening. You agree with that generally? Yes, 100%. 100%. It, I fully expect this the final two hours before lock to be a true dumpster fire today. Matt says, Josh, if you're playing Ty Jerome today, you're doing it wrong. Not today. Not today. And Jacob says, Josh pulled a Ty Jerome top shot moment, I see. That would imply that I was ever able to pull moments on top shot. <laughs> 
I'm, uh, I'm, so I'm, I'm talking to you, but I'm watching the YouTube feed, obviously at the same time and keeping an eye on the, on the comments. I don't think our guy, Jordan, our producer and I, and, and, and this is on me. I don't think we've ever been less in sync with regard to this seems like a good time for me to like scratch my eyeball or something like that. Every time I do it, it's like, right. Like the second after he cuts on screen to me, just listening to you and shaking my head, they're like, <laughs> they're like rubbing my eye. And then, uh, and <laughs> Like just perfectly timed. Like, yeah, he's not paying attention. He's just rubbing his eye. Let's go back to Josh. Good. All right. Back to the one shot. <laughs> Every time it's uh, it's per- like, you couldn't script it. It's perfect. You gotta love it. You gotta love it. That's, that's producer extraordinaire. Jordan yeah. He Fine knows what he's doing. He does. He does. This, this dick. Go ahead. Cough. Keep, keep getting me that, uh, that sidebar stuff. Two seconds before the show. We'll see who looks like an <laughs> idiot today. <laughs> All right, uh, for San Antonio, so DeMar DeRozan, DeJounte Murray, pretty comparable spots for them. You could pay down somebody like Patty Mills if you want to. Probably not on the Marcus Aldridge night. Who do you like here? Yeah, basically nobody. Uh, a little bit of DeMar DeRozan for 8,200 on DraftKings I think is fine. A little DeJounte Murray on DraftKings at 7,900 is fine. Those guys are both significantly more expensive on FanDuel. Uh, Murray really hard to get to. Jakob Hurdle for 6,100 uh, is kind of interesting to me. He's not picking up any ownership on FanDuel, but against Oklahoma City where they don't have a true center, I think he could be in a nice spot. Really great rim protection as well. I just don't see a lot of value from San Antonio. Uh, you can squeeze out a little bit from like Trey Lyles or Lonnie Walker, but those are 5% guys, that you know, filler types. Uh, nobody that I would consider to be core plays. Anything that you want to get a lot of is on the Oklahoma City side. Antoine says, Josh never gets any sleep. His thoughts are from the fumes that he's running on. It's pretty true. I, look, I got, uh, let's see, how much sleep did I get last night? Did your phone track that for you? Absolutely. Got it. I got science. seven hours and one minute of sleep last night. I'll take that. That's, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Never. I go to bed right after uh, the, the final lock so that I don't have to make any more changes. And it's just like, I'm out of here. Now, how does the phone properly account for that? Like, obviously, I mean, does it just measure the time in which you, like, from when you're on your phone, when you pick it up the last time to to when you pick it up the first time? Like, it doesn't know if you're, oh, it's, oh, oh, yeah. Apple Watch. Apple Watch. I gotcha. Getting into the heart rate stuff and and pulse and all that good nonsense. It's fantastic. I've been tracking it it for years now. So I know exactly, like, what I need, where I'm at. I, I can pretty much tell you what the numbers are going to look like when I open my phone up in the morning, just by how I feel. I've just got it all dialed in now. Wow. This that's next level stuff. I'm not ready for that kind of tech. I love it. I love it. I love when I'm on a diet for like an extended amount of time, I could see my, my sleeping heart rate will go down like six or seven beats per minute after I establish it for a couple of weeks. It's wild. Sleep changes dramatically. Well, you may have talked me into it. Uh, here's what I love. I love when people join Osmo Plus because you join a community, guys, and the tools, the projections, they're great, but you also get access to people like Josh and our premium Slack channel where you can talk strategy and other topics with fellow DFS players, participate in office hours with our Osmo experts, and stay up to date on the latest updates to projections from, of course, Alex Osmo Baker himself. It is a favorite feature for many of our subscribers and an added perk to the Osmo Plus package. We tell you all the time, I know at almost 30 bucks a week, it, it may sound like more than you feel like spending, but it doesn't take long, especially if you play often. I mean, heck, you could do it in a night and, and pay for a month uh, whatever it may be. I mean, it yeah. doesn't take a big win to to pay off your Osmo Plus package. You can do it, uh, 
you know, in, in, a, in a very gradual way as well. Trust me when I say it pays for itself. You, uh, you want to think long and hard about it. You really do. All right. Let's see. We'll keep an eye on the, uh, the YouTube comments section. Keep hitting that like button, getting close to 200 as mentioned and a couple games still to go. This is now we get into the, uh, the later portion of the night, the two game late slate for those that opt to play that. And uh, you got Sacramento and Portland is the first one here for sack. You got uh, De'Aaron Fox. You have uh, Harrison Barnes. Isn't necessarily the great spot. Rashawn Holmes, not bad. Uh, Buddy Heald, probably not that appealing. Bagley, I don't think is that appealing. The Manja Belitsa, uh, great value option, almost 6X value from our guy, Alex, uh, 4K on DraftKings and uh, right around 25 projected points. Who do you like on the Sacramento side? So I've been super heavy on Sacramento as of late. 238 total is the biggest total on the slate. And I think that I'm going to be getting to a lot of Sacramento once again. De'Aaron Fox is 8,300 on FanDuel, 8,900 on DraftKings. Um, He is... My favorite play from Sacramento on FanDuel, one of my favorite plays of the day overall on FanDuel, and a very nice play on DraftKings. I think Buddy Heald, if he continues to play 38, 40 minutes a game, they've been down to an eight-man rotation their last two times out. So 6,400 and 6,300 for Buddy Heald works for me. Harrison Barnes has been playing 37, 38 minutes a game. He's 7K on FanDuel, so that price is starting to get to a a tricky spot. But now I see him more as like a pay-up to be contrarian option. We're only projecting him for 7% ownership. I would like to have double that. I would come in around 20% or more for Harrison Barnes. Um, Rashawn Holmes looks okay, but nothing too crazy. I like him more on DraftKings at 6,400 than I do for 7K on FanDuel. The Bielita ownership at 31%, that's just not going to exist as we get closer to lock. Um, that's just way too high for right now. Uh, I think that he plays somewhere in the 23, 25-minute range, somewhere in that neighborhood. He's 4K. I like the value, but there's no chance that he'll be 31% owned as we get closer to lock unless uh, somebody from Sacramento gets ruled out. Flip side for the Blazers here, and uh, admittedly, these nights don't happen often, especially for Damian Lillard. But there is the occasional off night for Dame. There's the occasional off night, you know, from a fantasy perspective for Ennis Cantor. They're both in good spots tonight, as is Gary Trent. It, I feel like I am in this pattern, this rut of picking the wrong night to play these guys. Will tonight be the right night? I really don't know what to do with Cantor. So Lillard... I'm just cool with it. Sacramento's defense is really bad. This spot fits Lillard perfectly. Not having Halliburton out there for Sacramento, I think it's actually a problem against Lillard, but neither here nor there. You should just be playing Dame one way or the other. Um, I think Covington and Trent and Mello all look pretty good on FanDuel. Those price tags are fine. Mello's been seeing some increased run. I like those guys on DK as well, and I think all of them are going under-owned. So I like getting over the field on Portland quite a bit against Sacramento. I like getting over the field quite a bit on this game in general. But I think the guy that we need to touch on at least a little bit is Enos Cantor. Did not play at all in the fourth quarter yesterday. His last two games, he's played 24 and 24 minutes. They've been going to more of the Robert Covington at the five lineups. And against Sacramento, I think that's still super viable. I wouldn't be ultra worried about having to have Cantor out there against Rashawn Holmes. Not that kind of guy. Fitz Bagley at the five even more so. So I'm a little apprehensive about Enos Cantor's minutes. I think it's a great spot for him, and I think he can do well, but he's only been at 1.05 FanDuel points per minute over the last 30 days. If he's really only getting 24 minutes, then you don't want to play him at 6,600. On se- at 7,400 on DraftKings, I think it's really difficult. But at the same time, if Cantor goes out there and has like a 15 and 10 
double double in the first half, which he can certainly do. A dude is going to be the best rebounder on the floor by a, a mile. Then I think that those 30 plus minutes become real. I would only be looking to Enos Cantor in tournaments today because I think his playing time is highly variable. Now, our last game of this nine-game slate, any questions you guys have, get them in. We'll be hanging out for about 10 more minutes, and we'll get to some odd shopper stuff. And, of course, uh, the DVD wall pull, you got to have that before we get out of here for the All-Star break. But you have Golden State and Phoenix. Now, generally speaking, uh, this would be uh, an exciting game with a whole lot of points and and one that you'd want to target. I don't know if, Josh, you feel that way here tonight, especially on the Warriors side. Steph doesn't look like he's in a uh, a premier spot, at least in terms of, you know, some of those those studs that you could be willing to pay up for. He's probably not near the top of your list, I would guess anyway. But, um, you know, you can give me that. And then uh, barring anyone getting ruled out, just the rest of that Golden State team, no one is in, and whether it's Draymond, Wiggins, Wiseman, Baysmore, I mean, none of these guys are in phenomenal spots tonight. No, so I'm not all that interested in Steph or Draymond or Wiggins. Uh, Phoenix is a really tough spot. It's a major pace down spot for Golden State. I like the total and all, but 223, I mean, you can really see that Golden State is taking on Phoenix because that should be, that would be normally be a lot higher. So it's really hard for me to want to get to any of those three main guys. I'm assuming that Kelly Oubre doesn't play today. If he is in, then what I'm about to say is useless. But if he is out, Ken Basemore got the start last night. I expect him to play 28 to 30 minutes if he gets that start again today. He's 3,500 on DraftKings at the small forward spot. Um, we have him at zero ownership right now because it's we don't know anything about Oubre. But he will be uh, a bit more owned throughout the day. I actually like getting to Bazemore, assuming Ubre is out for 3,500. That's a value play that I would like to get to. He is normally a 0.9 fantasy point per minute guy. He's actually been at 0.98 fantasy points per minute over the past 30 days. I think Kent Bazemore is in the optimal lineup like 20% of the time if he really does get those 28 minutes. So mm-hmm. Bazemore on DraftKings specifically, he's okay on Fandle, but he's 4,200. So there's not a lot of like meat on the bone. Baysmore on DraftKings looks like a great value play against Phoenix. The rest of the Warriors, I could pretty much get away from. Last one, Suns. Normally, we'd be talking Devin Booker, Chris Paul, guys like that. Tonight feels like more of a DeAndre Ayton or pay down someone like a Cameron Johnson, guys like that. Uh, Who do you like here? Okay, so the opposite of what I just said for uh, Phoenix in this situation. Big-time pace up spot against Golden State, and you can use those extra possessions for Phoenix. So, I would like to get Devin Booker for 7,600 on FanDuel or 8,100 on DraftKings. I think he's in the optimal lineup like 20 plus percent of the time on FanDuel. We have him owned less than 10%. I'm hoping he's a little salty from uh, his ejection, but I think this is a spot where the pace up uh, spot really matters. 1.2 fantasy points per minute over the last 30 days. I love those rates. I'm happy to get to a little bit of Chris Paul. And then on the DraftKings side, we have Booker projected for one and a half percent ownership. On a nine-gamer against Golden State in a pace-up spot, you should have more than that. I would like to get to you know 10 to 15% of Booker, and I'll feel pretty good about it. Paul, Aiton, Bridges, you could work in the rest of the starters, but I'm not looking to get too much. I think DeAndre Aiton is significantly overpriced on FanDuel. I like him a little bit more for 6,800 on DK. But I think Devin Booker is the clear option for me uh, coming out of this game. Rock here in the chat says, everybody mentions all cost DVDs, but nobody mentions the Ken Griffey Jr. rookie card. You got a good eye over the shoulder, man. Yeah, right up there. Upper deck. That's the one. Are you a card guy? I mean, I know you're, you've, you've become a I am. I got I, I have that, guy. I have that Griffey around here somewhere, probably in my closet. I got 
The only thing that I have right near me right now, Chipper rookie. Nice. Maddox rookie. So I got some brave stuff around here. Now, why are they just sitting next to you like that? They're in a drawer and I pulled them out because I'm, they're going to end up on a shelf behind me at some okay. point in time. So I wanted to make sure I got them out of my stuff, but everything else is in the closet. I like it. They look like they're well protected, which is important. All right, let's tell you about Odd Shopper. Don't make a bet without shopping for the best bet first, okay? Betting lines, they change by the minute. They can vary greatly, as we know, depending on which book you are using. It's why it's important to use the Osmo Odd Shopper to find the very best line available for you on the game that you are interested in betting on and give you that edge that you need to beat the house. So head on over to oddshopper.osmo.com. We will compile the best bets available for every game updated in real time. You can sign up for free today, track your bets, receive alerts, when lines move, you want to make sure you do that here and uh, just pulling up odd shopper. And uh, let's see, I mean, you got point spreads, game totals, money lines, player props, you know, futures, obviously for players and, uh, and teams as well. Uh, I will start with my beloved Celtics. How about Jalen Brown still dealing with that knee tendonitis? Uh, he is projected for 22 and a half points. That's where the line is. And it's consistent across all the books that are featured here. You could go uh, over or under. How you feeling? Jalen Brown, you said the line was 22 and a half. 22 and a half. I have him projected for 23.8. So I would be going slightly on the over, but it wouldn't be a highly ranked bet for me. How about Jason Tatum, who's 24 and a half, just to stay in that same game? I have 25.0. So again, it's an over, but barely so. It's just loving the over. Bradley Beal, uh, 31.5. Again, consistent across uh, the you know half dozen or so books that we're looking at here. Uh, whether it's over or under, you're minus 110. What do you think? I've got him at 32.9, so I would be looking again at the over, but nothing that's separating from the pack all that much. All right. Uh, how about we move over to some money lines? Um, what's a good one here? Which one jumps out to you? Oh, boy. Wasn't ready for that question at all. Let's pull up Odd Shopper and take a look. Well, here, how about I give you... I can get there quickly. I'm already there. All right. All right, so if I was looking at any sort of money lines here, I mean, you can get you can get a decent line on Raptors money line mm-hmm. that I don't totally hate. Just shopping around, that is. Not that I really like the Raptors to win outright today. Um, not a lot of value. Uh, there's a there's a line out there on the Pacers right now that is significantly higher than some of the others. I wouldn't mind taking a shot at Pacers money line at home against the Nuggets. I I, I just I like Indiana. So I think that that would be a very reasonable spot to go. And then I would keep my eye on the Pelicans and heat news. Uh, I would look to try to grab the heat. If you can get them at plus money against the Pels. All right. Let's make a move to let's do point spread. Okay. Uh, We have got, where's a nice projected blowout on our hands. I mean, nobody has a giant spread necessarily get the, uh it's a minus six and a half for the knicks how about the knicks against the pistons with all the uncertainty there in detroit that you highlighted earlier would you take the minus six and a half i'd be more likely to take the points with the pistons if i'm being perfectly honest i'm not a huge believer in this knicks team so uh if i were taking anything from that game i would take the pistons and the points Celtics minus eight, despite the, we talked about it earlier, not a ton of great fantasy options, but you know, both guys that we highlighted Brown and Tatum, you've got them on the over for points. Do you like minus eight? I think that 
<laughs> this is another spot. I think that I would be more likely to take Toronto in the hopes that maybe they're getting beat late, but their guys are working harder than Boston's at the end, and they kind of backdoor cover this bad boy. I think the line is pretty efficient, but if I were taking anything, I would take the points and hope for the backdoor cover. Let's do one more, and then we'll do our DVD pull or pulls. Uh, we'll go to game totals, and let's see. Clippers, Wizards, a big total. It's going to be pretty close to our highest, but not our highest. The Bucks and Grizzlies right there in that vicinity. Uh, Kings Blazers. Let's go Kings Blazers. 236 and a half consistent across all these books. Do you like uh, the over or the under there? So this is an interesting one because of how much of Sacramento and Portland I am going to have in DFS. I can go one of two ways. I would say that I would like to bet on the over so that all of my bets are funneling themselves towards the same outcome game goes over more fantasy points great but in all actuality i would be more likely to bet the under in the sacramento portland game as a bit of a life hedge so that if the dfs lineups suck i could at least win my bet i like this one uh from uh our man steven in the chat josh do you think there are any plays tonight that are newsproof at this point uh, yeah, a bunch of them, actually. Um, I think Paul George is newsproof right now. I mean, barring Paul George being out, obviously. Like, these guys are only newsproof for themselves, at least. Uh, I think Paul George on FanDuel at 7,900 is fully newsproof. Whether I like him if Kawhi is in, and he only looks even better if Kawhi is out. Uh, I think Nerland's Noel uh, on FanDuel is newsproof as of right now, even though that he is at center um i mean Giannis is pretty much always newsproof barring himself being out nothing too specific after that el negro um, Loco is just laughing at the concept of newsproof yeah yeah like no matter paul as long as paul george plays i think he's one of the three best plays on fanduel no matter what happens no matter what news breaks just because he's already underpriced uh and it can only get better Hit that like button, guys. Almost to 200. Let's get there before the end of the show, which is moments away. So one big push. Smash the like as uh, north of 500 people watching along here on YouTube. And remember, you can go back. You can relive, rewatch this show if you'd like to on YouTube. It'll be there. It's not going anywhere. It'll live there forever, for that matter. But also, you have the Osmo Podcast Network. Uh, someone uh, had asked a little while ago, I think it was our, our dude, Butho. Butho asked if Better Off Dead's part of the collection behind me. Uh, it's not, although Cusack is well rep- represented, but it's it's not back there. You were telling me before the show, though, you were just eyeing the wall before I even sat down. You said, I know where I'm going. I know where I know what the poll is going to be. So what do we got? What's, okay. t- talk me through it. Am I seeing a Nomar bobblehead over to the right-hand side? Uh, you are not. Where Where are you looking? Keep going. Keep going. Up a shelf, up another shelf, over to the right a little bit. No, nope, down here. one. Yeah, is that Nomar? Uh, Mookie Betts. Ah, okay. It, it, you know, it's it's far Red, away. Red okay, Sox. so yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I want to go down two shelves, and I want to go six DVDs in from the right. From the right. Okay. Yes. So uh, all right, one, two, three, four, five, six. All right. Uh, we have got. You know this one. Shoot 'em up. Uh, I am not familiar with this one. Yeah, Clive Owen, Paul Giamatti, Monica somebody who looks attractive. Uh, it's billed right here as a, uh, a trigger-happy full frontal assault. That's, mm. according, that's according to Maxim. 
I don't, I don't, th I don't think full frontal assaults are any good this time now. 2021, man. Very uncomfortable. Not allowed to have those. You want to pick a different one? See if we can come up with one you know. Sure, sure. Let's go um, down to the camera again. Okay, so there's like a, a shelf in the dead center with like a ton of bobbleheads in the middle. This guy right here. Yeah, go go down one yeah. shelf and go yeah. four in from the left. Okay, I think you're gonna feel good about this shelf. Oh yeah, yeah, this is a winner right here. Is this the kind of stuff that you you mark your schedules around? Team America. Oh, fantastic! What an incredible movie. Oh yeah. There we go. And that's what Matt, we're talking about. Matt Damon. So good that I want to rewatch that this weekend while we're off for the All-Star break. You see? In. Sounds great. Yeah, that's that one's fantastic. Bar none. No-brainer. If you don't like that movie, we cannot speak. You got, I mean, so many great songs in that movie, too. Between Incredible. Montage, uh, Pearl Harbor Sucks, and I Miss You. The... Uh, What's the other? There's another really good one I'm forgetting. Let's, let me pull it up here just so we don't miss yeah. anything good. Oh, well, obviously, uh, you know, America F. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I mean, mean, that, that one goes without, go without saying. saying. Man, I thought that it only did 51 million in the box office, which isn't too surprising, but I can't imagine what the DVD sales and stuff were for it because it was clearly incredible. Jordan said, My money's on Harold and Kumar. <laughs> it's another strong one that's on there it's back i saw that there. in the theater <laughs> why wouldn't you I, hell i saw harold and kumar 3 that awful 3d christmas movie that in in theaters part of a movie that. hop i think i saw three movies that day i didn't that i was, didn't catch that one and that was what well, you didn't miss anything don't watch it the second one's not bad third one just should never have been made oh yeah I, it just yeah, bothered me that bridesmaids good. bit off uh harold and kumar and nobody talks about it fair point really bothers me a lot well but i mean Kristen wig is just so great she is but you can't go back to the same wilson phillips joke that's i don't i'm not okay with that <laughs> no it's true that when they did that for the first time you know in, in harold and kumar it just it was oh, hilarious what a moment like, how I do mean, you go back to that so quickly it's just i don't know i mean who who didn't reenact that scene with a buddy in the car at some point in time constantly i did it you had so to. much well, especially on road trips <laughs> yes yes speaking of movies great movie road trip yeah another fun one uh oh yeah theo says adam just moved to the top of my cool awesome host list it's a it's a narrow list you know there's not a lot of people on it but i'm number one number what's it's where you want to live Theo just right. moved to the top of my spells awesome wrong list. <laughs> I didn't even catch that. Uh, I catch it every time because it's 50% of the time that it happens. Uh, just go to the website. It'll tell you right there at the top how to do it. The well, best is when uh, it gets spelled else. wrong in applications that get emailed into us. That's always good. <laughs> like it's, It'd be like trying to work at Google and calling them goggle throughout the email. <laughs> Call them Lugal, like the yeah. hot tub time machine. Now there's another fantastic movie. Yeah, another sequel that didn't need to be made. Eh, I appreciate the jokes, but it's not good. Yeah, but in the first one, Craig Robinson rocking, uh, you know, let, let's get it started. The uh, That's wonderful, wonderful moment. Starts right. it off with Lisa Loeb in the second one. Oh, God, <laughs> perfect. We could do this all day, but, uh, you know... Josh's watch is telling him he needs to go back to sleep or something. So we're going to actually here. exactly what's happening right now. I am taking a nap before I go on to uh, office hours at one. 
See that? So that's coming up in less than a couple hours. Uh, the process is behind you, as now is the NBA strategy show. But you got the NHL strategy show at 3 Eastern, the tip-off at 4 o'clock. Uh, Kayla and the crew, you want to make sure you watch that. You'll have uh, Alex and uh, and Bearded Adam uh, together for the NBA Deeper Dive at 5 o'clock Eastern time, 6 o'clock NBA Live before lock. Uh, Eric and uh, Greg will be coming at you. You want to make sure you're you're with Nag there. Uh, Eight o'clock MMA strategy show and nine o'clock Eastern the NBA late slate sweat and swap with uh, Spags and Emacs. So there's a lot coming up for you. I'll be back with you next week. Um, I'm normally Monday. I don't know if that'll be the case with uh, obviously no games. I would suspect not. So uh, I'll sleep on Monday, which is not terrible and yeah. uh, come back and, and join you again at some point next week as we get going into the second half of the season. But this was, this was fun as always, man. Certainly was man. I'm excited to take a couple days off and then we hop right back into it next Thursday. So I'll see you in a week. Amen. All right. Make sure you enjoy team America this weekend, get your rest and uh, everybody. We love you. Jordan keep zeroing in on me while I'm scratching my eye. We'll see y'all next time. Bye-bye.